The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. There was a family from Warsaw in the 1930s. They were refugees and they were forced to flee to Belgium, which was much safer at that period of time. I saw the story written by a grandchild of the person that the story happened to. He says when his grandfather came to Belgium, they were struggling terribly financially. He couldn't find a job. He didn't speak the language. It was really difficult. And they were literally struggling to find bread to put in their mouths. He says when his, when, when, when his grandfather, when his father was born that day, his grandfather was so distraught. He had no money to buy food for his, for his wife who just had, a, his Kippertern wife who just had a baby. And if she doesn't have proper nutrition, how's the baby going to be taken care of? He was so distraught. He walked around the city he was in. Maybe it was in Antwerp. I'm not sure where it was exactly. And he just wandering. Rebbe you have to help a poor person. And he sat down on a park bench. And it, for some reason, he stretched, he put his hand under the park bench and he realized that there was a pouch, a velvet pouch, right underneath the park bench. And he picked it up and it was full with 50 to 100, somewhere between 50 and 100 little tiny, amazing, brilliant diamonds. Enough to keep him for many months and maybe even many years. There was no simon, there was no identifying sign. The chances were it wasn't dropped by another Jewish person. His Yetzirah said to him, you were just davening to Rabbi Shalom and asking him for help. And he gives you this. Wow. Hashem responded. Before we even have a chance to call out to Rabbi Shalom, he provides the solution and the salvation. Keep it. It's a gift from Hashem for you and for your family. His Yetzirah type said to him, not true. Who knows who it is? There's someone out there that clearly is experiencing a substantial loss. They must have dropped it. Try to find him. Anyways, he did his investigation and he, tried, he embarked upon a, a path to try to find the owner and eventually he identified the owner. Who was the owner? He was a non-Jewish diamond merchant who lived in Belgium. The non-Jewish diamond merchant was blown away. When speaking to this refugee, he realized that he doesn't have a job. He realized that he was poverty struck and he didn't take it and he gave it back. The first thing he did, did is he said, I'm getting you a job. A person like you needs to be supported. And he got him a job as a diamond cutter. And that's how he supported his family respectfully. And things took a turn for the better. But when Belgium was invaded by the Nazis, and this fellow was in Sakanas Nafashas, he was going to be deported and sent to Auschwitz and killed. This non-Jewish person saved him and his entire family, got them out of the country eventually. And because of this, the grandchild was able to say over the story, and today there's children and grandchildren, Teres Yesharim, because of one act of honesty and integrity. When you have a Muna that Hashem will provide, and that's coupled with chesed, but it's also coupled with honesty and integrity, you get longevity, your children get longevity, and your family continues to flourish. Let's take this page of the playbook of Parashas Nayach, and let's take a very hard look at our own lives. What level of bitachan do we have when it comes to finances? In other areas, we do have bitachan, we do trust. But when it comes to finances, is the Rebbe Shlom the quarterback or are we? And once we take a look at those, that level of Amuna and we strengthen it, it will no longer be an assign. It won't be a challenge for us. It won't be a test to perhaps do things that are not so honest, to have a little bit of a lack of integrity. On the contrary, we'll up our game and the Rebbe Shlom will give us tremendous Hatzlacha. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.